Hello, friends, and welcome to the Home Wrecker Podcast, where we wreck and shatter conventional wisdom and ways of thinking by bringing alternative viewpoints and different subjects to light in an attempt to not only change the thoughts and feelings that most people accept as reality, but to obliterate them completely. I'm your host, former pro wrestler, the Golden Greek Alex Arion. I'm joined as always. By my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing, certified hypnotherapist, certified Reiki master, fantastic tarot reader, my lovely wife, Monique. Monique, how are you? Hi, you forgot candle maker, incense maker, organite maker. I there's do a lot so, of shit. There's just too much to keep track of for crying. I can't I even gotta remember stay it busy, all. damn it. Goodness. Hello, how are you? I'm doing fantastic as always. How are yeah, you? I'm great. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Anything new with you? What's going on? Oh, you know, I was actually thinking of this today. I was uh, in, in the gym working out and I realized for the first time in almost seven years, my neck today was pain free. Like I had no pain in my neck. That at is amazing because that never happens. No, it, it, today was the first day, and I don't know when it went away, but I realized it when I was actually working out. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, holy shit, my neck doesn't hurt. And then I started doing some like rolls and started moving my neck around and stuff that I haven't been able to do in a long time. And I mean, I didn't go crazy because I didn't want to hurt myself again or anything, but it was the first time that I was able to move my neck around and 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 do a couple of different things. And it was, the pain was gone. It's like, geez, it only took seven years to go away. Better late than never. After after having it fused. But it, yeah, it was, it was weird. I forgot to mention that to you, but That's yeah, awesome. it just popped into my head now. Like, yeah, first time in seven years. This is how we catch up. We do a show. Yeah, we do a podcast. We catch up for the week we with each other. each other. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that that's, uh, I don't think there's anything else really new with me right now, but uh, how about yourself? You got some stuff going on, don't you? Yeah, I finally did my YouTube channel for my hypnotherapy. I've been wanting to do it just where I talk about stuff about hypnotherapy and I I finally did it. I made videos. So now I have a YouTube channel where I I just like take a few minutes to talk about different things. Um, I have a few videos out right now. I talk about hypnotherapy. I I have a fun little one talking about the conscious and subconscious mind and tarot cards. And I mentioned a little bit more with uh, Karen in today's episode. Yeah, I, I 
uh, recorded some more videos. I talk about like inner child healing, the healing process. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out. I'll probably end up putting one to two videos out a week and I'll eventually like have guests on to talk about their experience with hypnotherapy and different topics. And I just, I want it to be a balance of like having fun and learning and discovering about like alternative healing. Awesome. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. So I, you I can, like it. you can find me on YouTube. It's Monique Pliakis CHT as my kitty gets caught in the wires. Whoops. It easy. Oops. She was on my lap. I was petting her. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. But yeah. So I did that this week. Great. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, uh, I'm really excited about today's episode. Our friend Karen Rontowski is on. Yes. I freaking love that woman. She's awesome. She's so cool. She's just like one of the best human beings I've ever like come (laughs) across. And yeah, she, she's awesome. And we, we talk about a lot of different topics, but like, that's just how we talk to each other. It's like, we go through like this whole realm of like different things and Hopefully you find it interesting. I, we yeah, sure there, did. There was there was some stuff you guys were talking about. I was just I was very uh, uh, very not not silent, but I I was just taking it all in because you guys were both you were saying stuff and I'm just like what? And then she's you know you guys are kind of feeding off each other essentially and and, and going back and forth. And I'm just kind of like wait what? Well, I tell you oh, that stuff, yeah, but you don't go you don't go in as much detail as you were going here. And I'm just like because now you're talking to somebody who gets what you're saying, who has maybe experienced it or something along the the, the same lines as what you do. You tell me stuff and I love it. And I I love hearing about it and I love being supportive and everything, but you're telling me some kind of a vision or, or uh, something with tarot. I, I, I'll listen and I, I enjoy listening and maybe learning something, but I can't relate to your experience. So it's not the same as when you're talking to somebody who also does the same kind of stuff that you do. So it was just interesting hearing like some of the stuff you were coming out with. And then she's telling, it it was a great conversation. Fair enough. (laughs) If that makes sense. I mean, but but that's, you know, I, I love you telling me all this stuff. It's great. I I love hearing it. But again, yeah, I can't relate to it, I guess is probably the best way. You will. Because I, I, maybe. As we discussed in this episode, you will. I'm, I'm open to it. I'm definitely open. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of good information in this episode. Like anyone who's interested in expanding their psychic awareness, their intuitiveness, like definitely listen. This is a really good one. It is. So uh, why don't we take a, a quick break and then we'll we'll get right into the interview with Sounds good. the one and only paranormal Karen Rontowski. Yes. Many people are unaware just how much hypnotherapy can help them or think it's only to help lose weight or quit smoking. But there is so much more hypnotherapy can do. It can help with stress, anxiety, insomnia, phobias, performance enhancement, connecting with your spirit guides and higher self. You can even discover past lives and your life between lives. Heal traumas, break habits, find your deepest truth, or just have fun discovering who you really are, all from the comfort of your home. I'm Monique Pliakis. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, and I want to help you. Schedule a free consult by going to www.innerstandingshypnosis.com. That's I-N-N-E-R 
S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G-S-H-Y-P-N-O-S-I-S.com. Understandings Hypnosis. Find your power and ignite your inner light. And we're back, and we are back with my good friend, host of the Paranormal Karen podcast, Karen Rontowski. Yay! Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me back. I always love talking to you guys. I'm talking to you all the time anyway, so uh, texting or talking or whatever. I know. I love it. It's like, okay, I'm going to sound so dorky here, and I don't mean to embarrass you, but I found you because of your podcast. I happened upon it, and I was like, wow, this woman is amazing. She sounds so friendly and kind and she's funny and she's smart and she knows so much about cool stuff that I'm into. (laughs) And then I just happened to email you. I asked you a question about a book and then I asked you to be on our podcast and we've become friends since. And it's just so wonderful because all the awesomeness that you are, it's like... I don't just get to experience it by your podcast. I actually get to talk to you in real life. And <laughs> it's great. I love it because you are you are truly just wonderful and kind human being. And I feel like the world needs to know that. Absolutely. Well, well thank you, you guys. It's very funny because I'm in a little, um, I'm in a uh, Instagram. They, I know you guys are not on. They Somebody doubled my account <gasps> and oh, started emailing all my fans and my friend and like i i had a feeling i want to give you a reading and uh it's instagram is doing nothing so i have taken on what i did before because you ever whenever when someone says i'm very kind and friendly i go i have to tell you about the shadow side Um, (laughs) (laughs) so a couple years ago i got a bill from kaiser permanente for two thousand dollars and they were like, no, you got to pay it. We're going to, you know, give you bad credit and stuff. So I started tweeting mean jokes at the CEO. Like, until you fix it, these jokes are going to keep it coming. <laughs> and then finally, there was a phone call from a very nervous woman that said, I'm calling from Kaiser Permanente and we would like to make this better. And they erased the bill. Wow. So. So I'm now doing a, 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 a mean joke every day to the CEO of Instagram to just get them to try there you and go. move it. And uh, somebody today was saying how much I'm like a fae. They said I'm of the fae. And I was like, you know what? I have their wicked anger. So <laughs> <laughs> we have the wrath of fae. <laughs> Thank you for the compliment. I try to be, but I'm one of those people that once you cross me, I, you know, I'm fighting bots and machines that are telling me my driver's license isn't me. And it's like, I'm just like, I don't know. Well, so that's my dog's. But no, so. <laughs> I think that there are people like, because I'm the same way. I am so like, I want to love everyone and be kind and happy, but don't fuck with me because it's like, I say it on the show all the time. I am like two ends of the spectrum. I'm either love and light or I'm going to fucking kill you darkness. And I really, I I really try to like work on bringing it to like a balance in the middle. But it's just like, I don't know where my line is, but I know once it's, once it's crossed, you're in trouble. But yeah, don't fuck with us. Don't fuck with the nice people. Exactly. It's, I always say the pendulum sweeps, sleeps equally either way. But um, yeah, it's just, uh, and it's such an interesting time of being triggered. Like right now, I keep saying it's the time of identity crisis. Like what is, and it's not like, who am I? What do I, it's like, 
who do you identify? And mine obviously is control mm-hmm. and I can't control this. So I'm like, Wah! you know, or, or some of my clients have the victim mentality or some have the perfectionist, but like that is being triggered. I feel like right now. I was the biggest control freak. Like if I was on a plane, I wanted to be in the cockpit just so I could like know what's going on just in case something happened. Like not like I could do anything, but I felt more in control. I am the kind of person I'll have plans A through Z and then backup plans 1A through 1Z, <laughs> B1, you know, through B, like, like so many things, but I can roll up the punches. And over the past few years, I really had to work on letting go and letting go of that control. And it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I have it a different way from you because I, the, I'll the i either have to be, like I always say to people, I'm either a great leader or a great follower, but I'm a very hard partner because if if something's dropping, I will pick it up and take over. Yes. But, if, but like when I get on the plane, I'm 100%. Those guys are in control. Don't even think about it. But if somebody pushes the, I'm, if somebody just pushes that button the wrong way, like right now, because everything is out of control in my life now, like I'm, I'm moving, I'm, uh, you know, but this really, it almost was kind of like, well, now you're fucking with my fans and my customers. Mm-hmm. And now I'm mad. I didn't care if it was just me or this was, they used to just duplicate them and they did nothing, but they are reaching out. So it, so now Zuckerberg, it, like I'm infuriated at like, I just got to get it fixed. Today I gave it a rest. But I have a um, a small dick joke for him tomorrow. Yay! I love it. I'm like, how can I participate in this? Because we don't have Instagram. Because Instagram screwed us. We were on it. I had my account. I had the Homewrecker podcast account. And all of a sudden, one day, it wouldn't. I could put up posts, but only pictures. It wouldn't let me put like any information, like where you can type stuff out and talk about it. I couldn't add people to follow to like friend um and i couldn't like anything to anybody's i couldn't comment on anything so i contacted instagram i did research i contacted them like every week for months never got back to me i emailed them i dm them i went on twitter and messaged them months and months went by they never got back to me so finally i said you know what fuck it if they're not gonna work with me and help me out i'm not gonna support them I'm not going to put on content. I'm going to delete everything. I'm going to get rid of it. And I'm going to take my ball and go home. So that's what I did. And that's why we're only on Twitter. That's what I plan on doing. But I feel like they have to get that account down first. Mm -hmm. Or people will just assume that's me. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny. As a comedian, I am not... Twitter got too political for me mm-hmm. and I still have my Facebook page, but I don't go on it. Um, I have to figure out what's the next step because I built a community now on Instagram and everybody is reporting it. Thousands of people are reporting the fake account. Yeah. No change. You know why? Because Instagram did away with the people and you're arguing with a bot. Yeah. And, and there's no arguing with that. And right. so, uh, so I'm attacking the CEO. CEO. Good. As you should. What else are you going to do? If you do it on Twitter, then I'll join in. It is on Twitter. Okay. I have, I'm, I'm tweeting at him. I just came back on and, um, I'll be putting up the jokes, hopefully one a day, but I was like, it was so frustrating that like today I woke up happy and I was like, take the day off. I laser pointed my anger at like a, at that, that account, like 
cracking and going into the black hole. So maybe it'll be down soon, but I can't. I had there's hackers you can hire, but I don't trust them either. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. No. yeah. I mean, so I sell my Organite and incense and everything on Etsy, and they kind of have the same issue where there's no longer really people. It's all bots and algorithms. So you have these issues and like people will like steal your stuff like they'll steal your pictures and steal your listings and post it and you complain and it's like nothing really happens or it doesn't happen as fast because it's not real people working there anymore it's all these just programs trying to deal with things and it's frustrating it's like you make so much money put some of it towards hiring good people yeah the big systems are my uh, the bane of my existence right now and like even you know nobody's talking about this but i believe verizon had a huge uh cyber attack oh um i think it's happening left and right and they can't like even this i bet there's so many right now there's so many instagram accounts being copied and like it it was like there was an opening gate on 2022 and I had a friend, he was pretty sure his Venmo was hacked. So I think the um, cyber bot is going to be, is going to be a problem and they're going to have to hire people. I just can't, uh, it just makes me crazy. Yeah. I, I think everyone kind of feels that way when you're investing your time and your energy and your money into these things. And it's like, and you were making them money. Yeah. Right. How much money are these CEOs making? They can't hire people. <laughs> well, that's why they make so much money because exactly. they're yeah, not exactly. paying anybody for yeah. anything. But yeah. I, I think no, people. Oh, go on. I just said no security. Yeah. And and if people, I don't know, it just would be not. But I, this CEO looks like he's a robot, like Zuckerberg is, and Zuckerberg is his boss. So they don't. They are sociopaths. Yeah. They don't deserve our kindness. <laughs> no, but I mean, either They're not really human. Isn't that would be my dream if I owned a company? Like my dream is to marry some bazillionaire who dies, and then <laughs> I buy, I buy Nabisco, right? Because their workers are being treated like crap. They're working every day for years, for hours, making nothing. And I would go in and pay everybody, give everybody a raise, and we're all going to work this many hours, and you're all going to get health care. Just fix it, and then actually they could all own the company, turn it into a quality company. That's my dream, but that's not really happening right now. Well, if you think about it, instead of making millions and billions of dollars, if maybe you took care of people, because like I worked in management before, if you take care of your employees, your employees will take care of you. And if you actually like, oh, I only make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year instead of millions or billions, and you gave that money to the people who are working their ass off for you, People are going to care more. Like you hear people say, pay me to care. You have a job where you're working somewhere and nobody cares and they pay you crap. It's like you don't pay me enough to care. And that's part of the problem. And that is, yeah. that is, you, you know, also I have this feeling like the way the country is splitting. Um, I think if you if you guys and I were having dinner with some of the one percent, there would be a certain level where we would just be like, I, you know, did you see the movie Dope Sick or Dope Sick on Hulu? No. No. It's about the opioid crisis and how they marketed the bill, the pill and how um, 
how many people got sick from it and how the FDA was involved. And it's pretty heartbreaking, but the way the prescription company, which is one family is portrayed, I think it's exactly right. Like they're like, how could, wait, we can't put a warning on it because people won't buy it. People are dying from their, because they're addicts anyway. It's just that sociopathic business viewpoint where I think we could have a small conversation and then we we just look at each other like, I can't, I can't do it. I couldn't talk to Mark Zuckerberg for half an hour. No, I, I couldn't. I'd be couldn't, poking him in the yeah, face. I, I, like, like, are you a person? Like, are you real? Are you a lizard like, person? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, so He's an android. Yeah, he's got to have the most money. Here and like it's so funny because here we are. It's like ah, I feel like people who like don't really have money, they they don't care about that stuff. Like yeah, you want to have more money, but I learned in life, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it'll never be enough. Uh huh. Jeff Bezos is the greatest example of poverty thinking. Uh huh. It's like man, I wake up, I have my health, I have my family. Like I woke up, I have running water, I have running clean water. I'm freaking rich. You yeah, know, I got I food. I'm, you I'm good. You have enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, it's, it's amazing because with that poverty thinking, and I've heard you talk about it on your show before, where you, you kind of manifest that mentality. Like you have that poverty mentality. That's what you manifest. And yeah. you, you got to get out of that. Like, I'm all about gratitude. Like, I wake up in the morning. I share my gratitude. I think, like, I don't care if anyone laughs at me, but every morning, if I make coffee or tea, I think the plants and animals who have sacrificed themselves so I, my family, my pets, and others can eat and drink. I thank them for their nourishment. Like, I thank them and I give them love and gratitude. And I put that energy out there. And then every night before I go to bed, I'm like, thank you so much for today. Even if it was a shitty day, thank you that I had this day. And it's like, the more you live in that gratitude mentality, just the better off you are, you know? That's how I how I feel anyway. Yes, Little Courage is 18, and every morning I wake up and I say thank you for another day with him because I know we've been on borrowed time for like 10 years. And then every night I I thank uh, my angels for protection. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I um, So I went to this amazing retreat last summer, and it was awesome. And I met a woman there, and, and she was fantastic, and she she's psychic, and like she's like, oh, my gosh, you have protection around you. Whoa. She's like, it's so intense. I'm like, I know, right? Because I was like, I know I'm protected. And like she was like, whoa. It, it was just really cool, though, because like I was talking about dragons, like that, like the night before because I make my dragon organite and everything and I do my dragon oracle and I was like that night I saw like dragons going around I'm like man the dragons are circling around us they're protecting us they're here for us and then she came in the next night and she's just like this place is like there's like dragon energy going all around and I'm like and we saw each other we didn't even know each other and we're like I love you and like hugging each other but oh that's so great yeah but yeah it's like that energy is there people gotta like get in tune to it and like to really notice it so I love that you do that too and you have that gratitude you know I have had like a a, it's very interesting because over from the start of this Instagram thing to now there's been a big 
change. There's been something going on, and um, uh, I don't know if this is the topic you want to talk about, but it. So I started a um, really contacting the archangels. I got in touch with you about sacred geometry. Yeah. And it was like game on, like information when I was writing or, you know, like I got so much. And one of the things they showed me is, and I I just put this together today. They showed me a stick and they said, this is the middle. And they said, remember when you're growing with us, you're growing like this, okay? You're growing upwards higher frequency, but also lower frequency. And this will come back at the end of the story. So things around here started to get very, very, very strange. And like every, especially every piece of technology was breaking. And I checked in with a friend and and, and my, my demonologist guy, and they were both like, somebody put a curse on you, which I'm not even a big curse believer, right? I believe everything happens for a reason, but I was like, what is this? And I actually ended up, my friend ended up teaching me a protection or a curse breaking spell. Not a big curse, not a big deal, but she was like, somebody just kind of evil eyed you. There's a jealousy there and somebody has just put a zing on you. And it really helped, but it was very interesting because two things collided in that, which is I've always said no to witchcraft. I've always said like, it's not my thing. I don't want to do it. And I'm suddenly realizing from working with the angels and some other stuff they told me, it's like, yeah, this is starting. At least start protection, start something. This is a path that you can walk slowly and you don't have to go over the top. But the other thing was when they were doing this, what they were saying is, you, you can, we love you working on this frequency. Remember you're visible to the lower frequency now. So it wasn't like they were saying it, but I was like, oh, I really have to learn protection yeah. magic now. And you know, I have like a weird faith thing where like I didn't like them and I'm doing a comedy special on them. And then <laughs> that now I'm kind of like, I don't know. So I did a podcast yesterday talking to this lady that's gonna be on my podcast. She sees Faye and she was talking about it. And she said, I know you, I know your podcast. I want you to know the Fae love you. They are around you all the time and they have claimed you. And I was like, what does that mean? And she was like, they protect you. And I have always had all my friends talk about how protected I am. Like other people will walk out with crap and I'll have nothing. And now I'm starting to put all the pieces together and so anyways, that was my little story. Does it make sense? I love it. Yeah. Yes. That's cool though. I love that. The Faye protecting you. That's uh, hey. Cool. Weird, yeah. And she was <laughs> like me. She was kinda like, you don't don't trust them all the way or don't, you know, like I'm not gonna do Faye magic, but but there's kind of this thing when I'm writing this special, because actually in the special I don't know that it's a Faye that attacked me. Uh, it's really funny, it's coming out great. But I think I kinda said in my head, maybe I should make this, you know, like it was something else. I thought it was Faye and I literally could hear the Faye going, no, no, say it's us, say it's us. Like we really like the attention. <laughs> I like that. I actually, so I was really into Faye and I, I went to, I went for a Reiki sex, uh, session and um, the woman, she's like a psychic Reiki master and she's like, honey, you're a fairy, you know, it's just, it's part of who you are. And I started studying more about them and it was like learning like, it, it's kind of like that love and that energy and that happiness, but then you also have to be careful because it's not like how we are. 
And so I was trying to learn the balance and I did more reading about it and learning about like the different element elementals, like the undines, you know, and all those different things. And I started working on that. And it's like, then I start seeing them. And it's amazing because I'm like, you're showing yourself to me. Thank you. And I just make sure like I give love and gratitude and like I, I'm still cautious and careful, but I got... um. There's a woman, I'm blanking on her name right now, but she's on Etsy. She makes fairy chairs with crystals. And so, uh, yeah, they're amazing. So I got one from her. It's gorgeous. And it's I put cool. yeah. I put my little crystals. I have it in front of my altar. And I put my little crystals around it. And I actually saw one because it's in my room going down to it's like a little glittering light moving down right to the chair. And I'm like, Oh, I see those little lights around. And it's funny because I know we were originally thinking of mediumship. I just did this thing where I said to guides and angels, I want to start physically seeing them. And I think it's starting, but it's, I was like, you got to go slow so you don't scare me. But I do see little like blue lights and glittery lights around and maybe that's it. But I do also think because I'm a comedian, I am getting the tricksters yep. and they enjoy that. The lady said, you're like <laughs> the reality show. Like they're watching you. Do, what is she gonna do next? What is she gonna do next? So I think I have to be careful, but I have your Organite Dragon. Yeah. I had trouble with a neighbor. <laughs> I feel like I have to whisper. <laughs> I had to put a mirror pointing at their place because mm -hmm. her energy was so bad. And it's a mirror in the little Organite Dragon and then a line of salt. <laughs> oh yeah, that dragon that I made for you. I, I like was thinking about all the things you said because we're gonna get into your journey into mediumship, which I'm so excited to talk about. Um, but like you were telling me like some of the aspects of it, and I was like, when I was like, I'm gonna make you something. And a lot of times when I'm making organite for people, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I I go into a meditative state and. I, I got uh, certified in Reiki, so I'm a certified Reiki master, so I do Reiki and everything, but it's like, I ask what crystals to use, and I'm getting all these crystals, and I'm just like, I used um, Seraphinite, which comes from Seraphim, and then I, you know, you're talking like, I heard you, because you have a Patreon we're going to talk about, how like you love Seraphim, and I'm just like, I didn't even know that, I was just told I need to do that, and yeah, and just all these crystals, and they're like protective crystals, and communication crystals, and grounding crystals, and so I was like, holy shit, this is an amazing dragon, because it is so strong, and so fierce, it's like, armor all over it but it's grounded it's connected and it's gentle and loving and i was like oh this is awesome so i was like i hope she likes it i love it it's doing its job right now i will tell you awesome <laughs> before we get into any any of the other stuff that we were talking about i want to go back to you you guys see fairy lights yeah. like can we hear more about this <laughs> like this is interesting i, I want to hear about this well, I, I know I talked about it, I think, when we were on your show a couple years ago. When I was a kid, I would see stuff. And I just, I see things. And sometimes it's like, especially like my peripheral vision, I'll see like white light, glowing light, sparkling light, like different things. I'll sometimes see things moving. Um, it's hard to explain. Like sometimes like if I'm in, like I'll be in the tub and I'll see like, um, the water kind of splashes up on the tub, like on the side, 
and I see it. It's like in the water. It's like a face and like a body. And it's like, I, I like, and I try to get in tune and listen and I can feel the energy because it's like, I'm trying to communicate with them. And so it's just different things like that. And I'm, you know, I'm realizing like, I'm so happy because like in the outside world, if I talk about this to most people, they're going to like try to have me institutionalized. But here it's like, yeah, that's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) That is really cool. That's awesome. How about you, Karen? First of all, it's funny you say that because I last night when I was walking over Los Angeles, now this could be matrixing my mind, matrixing. But I saw a huge, uh, the clouds were in the shape of a huge, there were two eyes and it was angry and it was huge. And they're doing something with chemtrails now that's crazy. And, um, but it was interesting because I looked at it three times and I was like, hmm, should, is that, a, just go ahead, go home. I was like, I don't know. But you know what? I, um, if I see a, see like once I saw when I was reading for my friend with my eyes closed in my third eye, and this is the hardest thing I think is to trust your third eye when your eyes are closed. But I was like, what is, I saw something about her garden and there was like a 10 foot tall woman that looked like she was from that movie of Alice in Wonderland. Like she almost looked like one of the cards with the red and white. And I was like, she, I was like, do you have a garden? She loves, she's protecting your garden. And she goes, oh yeah, I have a garden. And when I'm gardening, I tell everything in my garden, I love it. And I thought, well, that's, of course, that's what they like. They like that she loves her garden and what she's growing. But I would like to see things with my physical eye. And I've been manifesting that because I feel like there's a whole conversation I had with Jessa about working on your superpowers now in a dream I had. But what I see, which I think is Faye or guides is, and Alex, what it looks like is like, if you look right into your, ring light and then you look away your eye burns in like a flicker or a sure light. yeah so i'll be sitting at my desk at my place where i read looking out and there are no lights and i will suddenly see like a blue light will go and it'll go it'll move a little bit it's not just like a it moves a little bit or a, I, I see blue and silver or mostly and i'm not focusing so i always figure that someone coming into the reading or coming to help okay And you mentioned too about the, um, uh, like the archangels or the angels. That's something you can physically see as well. You can, you said you were building up to it, right? So that's something that can be done. I, I believe it can be done. And I think I know people that do see, but my process, because like the first, or I think it was the second or third time I did ayahuasca, the shaman was like, what do you want to, what do you want to accomplish this time? And I was like, I want to see the matrix. So as <laughs> I'm going through my journey, literally the spirit guide comes over me and goes, do you really think you're ready to see the matrix? And I went, no, I don't think this. So I didn't see it, but, oh. but I do think it is all available. And um, so with the archangels, there was a couple of things that happened because my automatic writing with them, when I was focused on them, the automatic writing was like so channeled and so clear and so not me. And one of the things, because um, I, as a, you know, as you know, I'm, 
I'm obsessed with the pictures of what they really look like, just the eyeball or the square or the, the, the you know, the seraphim seem a little different, but there's this guy named Alex Howard on TikTok and he's an animator. He does videos of them that are like mind blowing. And he says, this is why they say, don't be afraid. And they're like, I've watched them over and over. And one of the things they told me to do was they said, draw us. Like keep drawing us, learn to draw or draw what you think we look like, draw squares and triangles, and that'll bring us to you. And I believe that, I believe that's like your focus, but what I, where I think I'm guided with them, like I can see, I can see the one that Alex Howard drove, drew, but there's one with triangles that is in my mind. It's all in my third eye. I wish I could tell you it's in my apartment, but, um, well it is, but I can't see it. <laughs> but um, I had a dream and uh, I had a dream and it was like, have you ever seen a coin when it's a collector's coin and it's in a box? So you're not holding, you're holding something square, but there's a coin in it. Yeah. Something like that flew across my, uh, in my dream, flew across and it was talking to me and it was saying, you gotta go to the forks, you gotta go to the forks. And that day I had had a conversation with Jessa and what we were thinking was, what she said, what she said was, um, if you're not working on your superpowers right now, you're not ascending. So it's great to work on yourself, but you got to work on, you know, your superpowers. So then I have that dream and this, this thing comes through and I know it's an angel. It's making a whooshing noise. It's saying, go to the forks, go to the forks. So I go over to the kitchen and there's a woman standing at the silverware drawer and she's saying, we got to do this quick. We got to get out of here. Um, so I want you to get the forks. So I opened it up and I grabbed the spoons, put the spoons on the table and the spoons moved across the table on their own. And I was like, oh. and then I realized I'm so obsessed with spoon bending that they were like, try it now. And I haven't bent one yet, but I think that was also the message, work on this stuff. That's amazing. Wow. That's so awesome. Huh. I, I will say something interesting because you mentioned triangles. Um, when I meditate, I always see triangles and I see like them the, all different ways. And my friend Liz, um, who's psychic, when uh, she was doing, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on it. Uh, the the ink on your skin, not tattooing. The, oh. uh, yes, thank you, Hannah, on me. And she was making a dragon and she's like, I need, I need to put triangles. And I looked at her, I go, oh my God, I see that all the time when I meditate. And I'm explaining, she goes, oh, well, you know, she's like, you know, well, you know why? And I'm like, no, I don't. She goes, honey, you're connected to source. And I'm like, I am. And she's like, that's the thing everyone strives for. And I'm like, I had no idea. <laughs> but you mentioned that. And with angels, you always talk about Michael. Michael is your, your archangel. I asked who I was meditating and I'm like, who's my archangel that I'm connected to? And I get Uriel and I'm like, there's an angel named Uriel? I have no idea. Because like, I didn't really grow up reading the Bible. Like I grew up Catholic, went to CCD, but I don't remember Uriel. About him, yeah, and that's that's perfect for you. Isn't that the, the healer? Yeah, and he has a, he has a flaming sword as well. Yes. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's very interesting because I was like, okay, now I get it. Like, is this really an angel? Like, because I, I got to be like making this up in my head. And I'm like, oh my God, it's really an angel. <laughs> I had no idea. 
that's the part that we have to trust that is so hard. But I also think if they just look like regular people, there would be no like, how hard are you going to try? I don't know. Maybe yeah. when I-, I will. Oh, go on. I was just going to say what those there was like two to three weeks where like I was right in it. I would. I would just sit down in the morning and it was like the in, the communication was instant. And I think the last two weeks where everything has gotten so crazy was me supposed to learn you got to protect because of the bottom. Mm-hmm. The bottom feeders are coming too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, one thing that was interesting, I, I brought, so my mommy passed, passed away a few weeks ago and I went to the funeral. It's in a Catholic church and we talked about it on uh, an episode a few weeks ago. And I brought up kind of like being there and one of the things I didn't mention but I told Alex and you re- you kind of reminded me of something that had happened I'm an empath and I going into it I had so much going on and like my cat our cat died like a few days before yeah like it, it like less than a week before so it was a tough week and my family and I we go to the church and I'm getting overwhelmed feeling all the emotion. And I'm like, I didn't ground myself. I didn't protect. So I'm just like, I'm doing that. But I noticed I felt like something pushing on the back of my neck. Uh It was like, it was so forceful. My neck was shaking. Trying to get in. And I was like, okay, I grounded myself. I did my protection. I did everything and it was better. But I could still like I could still feel it like it wanted to come in, but it was like further away. And then so you have a Patreon and you had mentioned about how the, the that negative energy tries to come in and it comes at the back of the neck. And I'm like, that's exactly where I felt it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes when I'm investigating, I'll feel a scratch there. Um, I am. Was it you? Who did I talk to? Or was it Diet? I am working on getting a tattoo for there that is like, I want it to be like a cross and then Michael's sword and then a bunch of different things intertwined. Mm-hmm. But yes, I have a joke in my special where I go, that's where spirits attach. Right. Not sex. Right. That's attachment. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, what, I, what I find amazing is that this negative energy and everything's coming at you in a church. I, that, well, you know, I, I don't know. Probably, it probably came in on someone else. Okay. But I, you know, that's interesting because I always think, and I've heard this. I did. I heard this when I I did an interview with Dia and and Michael um, von Prague. James von Prague said this too, that that when you're in a church, it is a shield, and so it shouldn't have been. But I. I think they just come in. I just think if they're that attached to another person, they can come in and jump around. Mm-hmm. That's Plus crazy. That you know, that isn't that why they always say um, cemeteries aren't really haunted by the people. They're haunted because of all the sorrow of the people coming to visit them. So yucky things come in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You gotta like cleanse your energy shield. You gotta. It's like the windshield wipers. You gotta clear off your windshield. You know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't why don't Makes you tell sense. yeah why don't you tell us about your journey into mediumship because when I heard you talking about it on your show it made me feel really good because growing up and you know as an empath and one kind of afraid to explore it because you know you're told well that's not normal or you're just imagining it um 
you would hear a lot of people who were psychics and who were mediums saying, if you're not born with it or you don't have some kind of major accident, you're never going to be it. And then you talked about your journey. And I thought it was very inspiring to show like I personally feel we all have these gifts. It's a matter of just working with them. Uh huh. Yeah, I um, there was a famous uh, psychic medium that used to. It's so funny how everybody needs to classify one better than the other. And um, I used to, and she always tells story. Oh, my grandmother and my mother. And that's great. That's fine. But it was always like we were born into this special thing. And I I guess I could probably find some lineage on my family that was like that. But I always thought that's so intimidating. That so puts you off as for like, I'm never going to be able to do that when it really is uh, work and it really is something you can do. And some people, of course, like athletes, they have, they come in with a higher level, but there isn't, people don't understand. I have been doing tarot for 30 years and I still kind of, there's still more to learn. There's still more to go. Um, but I do think any of us can learn anything. Sometimes when people come to me with a reading, I'll tell them what I believe is the best place for them to start, whether it's clairaudient, whether it's um, you know clairsentient, uh, and usually they know that already. But I have always been told that I am a medium. And in fact, I went to a shaman and she was like, you're actually more of a medium than a psychic. And I was like, well, it's not on right now. So I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and it has, I, although I must say I have had two or three um, mediumship experiences where I was talking about, I was telling this person about this man and it was, um, I'll, I won't tell the whole thing, but I was like, so you should, um, write a story about this man and he's a scientist and he's showing me a mad scientist he's crazy and there were three or four details and she was like that's the movie i'm writing about and she named the guy and i was like oh well he's here so i will tell you what he's telling me and um it was like three or four things like when you hit it was so many that it that she was like she must have thought it was amazing and i was like doesn't happen all the time uh, don't think you're gonna get this next time because it's just this time <laughs> but it was a um it was one where i go okay i get it now a lot of mediums will again this levels thing they will say uh all mediums are psychic but not all psychics are mediums yes. and i'm always like come on come on it's all, everybody can reach into the, the, the bag of treats and do what they do. So this shaman had given me an instruction. Um, and first of all, I think meditation and intention are the keys to opening everything. And it, it, people don't have to meditate for hours or days. 10 minutes a day can make such a change. Um, and so this, this shaman, she said, it's really interesting because this was a year ago and I was like, ah, I didn't doubt her, but I was like, okay, I don't know where this is going. And she said, I see you going across country and stopping your car and getting out and crossing people over and you're going to do it like this. And she gave me a short explanation that I think I have to figure out my own. But she said, you light a little Voight candle and you um, have a elevator come down, an elevator of light and then you talk, ask the people before they go in if they have anything they want to say and you'll know what they want to say and you'll thank them for being here and they'll get in the elevator and they'll go 
And then she was like, you can also do that with people's illnesses, put them in the elevator and go. So I was kind of like, okay, that kind of helps, but doesn't help. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but now it's very interesting because my astrological chart on January 18th has some sort of thing that's supposed to blow open. I'm moving into that phase where it's all in the 12th house. And I'm now, didn't know it then, getting ready to drive across the country. So she told me, wherever you feel it, get out of the car and do it, just wherever you are. So that's very interesting. But I um, I keep taking in, in more and more information because I need the how-to. That's why I can do tarot. I can tell you the how-to and the steps and you can decide which ones work for you and which ones don't. But I really think, um, I told the angels now that I wanna see stuff and um, there was just a, there was a, there was a whole point to this. Is this a day of like things, thoughts escaping us? Is I feel like it's point? been all week for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So um, I, oh, I know where I'm going. So when I was talking with the archangels, one of the meditations they did was they, I think I said this on my Patreon, part, pardon me for um, repeating, as in a hole and the, this is where I would always meditate. I'd be in a hole and the light would come down. And uh, I was always safe there. It wasn't a scary thing. So while I'm meditating with them, they move me up and the next layer is water. And they move me up again and the next layer is sun. And then they put me back in the water. This was another one where I felt like they were going dark and light. You're gonna do both. You're gonna do both work. You're not all love and light. You're gonna do both. They put me back in the water and they said, now you're in your subconscious, program it. Tell it what you wanna do. Um, which I thought was very, very interesting. And then the next week when I came back and I went to meditate and they said, build your elevator. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yes. So now I'm figuring, I'm kind of figuring out the elevator, but I, now you do mediumship, right? I don't. So like I see stuff, I feel stuff, but I have to work on controlling it. So it's a matter of like, I always say like, I'm not really psychic because I got to work on controlling it better, like turning it on and off. Um, but yeah, like it's something that I'm looking into exploring and you've really inspired me for that. You actually, you recommended like a book to start with and Betsy Palmer. And so I got that and I read it and I'm like, I'm already doing like all this stuff. And you talk about how you want to start seeing things. And I was like that because like I'm, I see things, but. I want to see, see things. And yeah. I was like, but then I was like, but I don't want it to like freak me out or scare me either. But I was like, I have to work on setting that boundary because I've actually like when I've meditated, I've seen things which I've like trying to talk to guides and angels and it's not human. It's almost kind of like a monster, weird, something out of like a monster movie kind of thing. And I'm not afraid though. I'm, I'm more intrigued and fascinated and I'm like, this is interesting, huh? And I'm like, I wonder, like, is this what these other beings look like and they're just different to us? But I think so. Yeah, I but it, it's not scary. And then I think, okay, maybe everything that the horror movies make it out to be isn't that scary. Because, well, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I tell Alex, like, if some freaking shadow man shows up at the foot of my bed when I wake up at night, I'd be like, you better be right up in my feet or getting the hell out of my room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, yes, because I also think, you know what? If we didn't have dogs and someone came over and was like, it's all covered in fur, so you can't really see, and it has a long snout, and it goes like this, you'd be like, what are you yeah. talking about? You know, but I feel like, and this will be hopefully with my Patreon, I pick up pieces and because I think the first part would be the crossing over. That's what I'm going to be doing, the crossing over. And then I took a class, my friend Melissa, I've had her on the Patreon. She had so many mediumship exercises and one of them that she did, because I think this, from the little bit I picked up from kind of this famous there's a couple of things. So I'm putting the pieces together, kind of putting together a book. When I get it, I think everybody in my Patreon will be along with it. Um, psychic energy is kind of this way, kind of through the crown. And mediumship energy is kind of this way. And it can be very tiring, okay? It can be very tiring more so than the psychic stuff. Um, but I will get a picture in my head and this will happen very often when I'm reading for someone like the other day I was like I saw a guy and he had such a strong jawline and I was like is he like really um he just seems so confident he's got that male jaw and she's like yes or I will see almost google eyes and I'll go does this person have really big eyes like that's how I see it but she gave this exercise that she said you can do there's two things the one was to close your eyes and ask your spirit guides to come really close and then ask them to step away and then ask them to come close like you can feel that energy um and that was a great exercise the other one that she did she said well, the way you know if you're talking to a person or you're in your imagination is if you see that person and they're in a red coat ask them to change the coat to blue and if the coat doesn't change that's a spirit and if it does then that's in your imagination and i think all these little tips i think one day it's going to crack open and i'm gonna get it that's awesome but yeah psychically i feel like even now when i'm reading for someone i will use a phrase and they'll say that's what my mother always said or you know what I mean? Like it's already happening somehow. It just hasn't been harnessed into exact science. Mm -hmm. and, and that happens for me, like reading tarot, because like when I read tarot, a card can represent one thing and I get something else completely because things pop out on the card. But then I hear things and like like I did a reading for somebody and I got the eight of pentacles with the guy working on the pentacles. And I'm like, watch your back. You need to watch your mm -hmm. back. And um, and unfortunately, one of her best friends ended up stabbing her in, her back, in, in the back, I think, like six months later or something. But it was one of those things because I'm like, I'll actually like, Shh, uh, hold on. <laughs> like, OK, wait a minute. <laughs> like, because they're talk like I hear talking and I'm like, is that my guides? And then I wonder, maybe it's it's maybe it's one of theirs or maybe it's somebody like with them in spirit, like trying to give a message. So it's like that's something a goal where I kind of want to work on whittling that down because I know it's not my voice. It's somebody else. And so mm -hmm. trying to figure out. So it, it's so interesting that you say that. And I love how you bring up these exercises because I did that um, with your Patreon where it's like, 
okay, ask him to come in really close. And and it's funny because I almost felt like, mm, it's a little too close. And, yeah. and then like, okay, back up. And it's like, I still feel you, but it doesn't feel like like that really intense feeling. Okay, back up again. So that it's little exercises like that that I think are so important for people because I mean, even like I started re- reading Tara at 19 and, and it's like, we all like you even said it you always want to learn and i think with stuff like this people want that kind of reassurance like it's not all in my head and so when you when you do that it helps because one of my biggest things is like how do i know that that's really that how can i trust that information and i think you do a really good job especially like on your show when you talk about it about like telling people just trust it trust that information and, you know, it's it's the, the whole journey is so interesting. And it's some people don't like how I teach tarot because I really teach quite um, a, a physical like a, some people teach tarot and they're like, give, they're going to give a vague meeting and they're going to meditate on it. And that works great. But if you're like me and you need the logic, I can tell you every symbol, color, we're breaking it down. What does this card mean? That is when I'm not getting the information. I can look straight at the card and I just repeat, and that's right. But I love that you got that interpretation, like even on that card, because that's what I think they do. I think they're sort of subconsciously talking to us. Now, the more, because I'm, um, you know, I'm always working on therapy or my trauma, and I'm not an in-my-body person. Like, I have to work on that. And one of the flags that I know a spirit is here is this ear will have so much pressure that it almost hurts. And that has even, the more I get, before it used to just be like a little flutter, but the more I get in my body and start to understand, the more it's like, it almost, it's so strong now. And sometimes someone will be talking to me and I'll be like, who's here? And it's happening more outside of readings. I also know that when my my knees down get chills, that's either um, the knees, it's kind of weird, round up chills mean I'm right or hot flashes. I thought I was having menopausal hot flashes. That means I'm connected. Um, and but knees down cold is usually something negative around something that I have to pay attention to. Interesting. So as we learn our, you know, as I even learn more in my body, I start to get it. I, I get that too. I get the pressure in my ear. I get that too, but and I don't you get know. ringing. And I get ringing. You too. get downloads after. My, yeah, it's the weirdest thing. I don't. I don't. I. I don't get it personally. But. My ear just went. My ear just went. Amazing. This must be a message for Alex, but I was thinking right before my ear flipped that, um, that Alex, that is your download. So when you hear that ringing, that is information coming in and you can even at that point stop and be like, all right, what do I need to know? Okay. I'm going to try that because when it happens, sometimes I like, it just happened like last week and and I'll sit and if I have my phone near me, I'll pick up my phone. I'll just start typing whatever's coming into my head. But other times I'll be walking. I'll be talking to one of our kids and I don't stop to think or, or, or ask or anything like that. I just, I'm like, okay, my ears are in again. Okay. Anyway. And I just pay no attention to it. 
but okay, that makes sense. I'll I'm going to try that for yeah, now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because like he got one and he's like, I felt like I just had to get it all out. And it was like, oh my gosh, all this information. It's on last week's episode where he like reads everything he typed up and it was amazing. It was like, wow. it's like how to leave the matrix. It was, <laughs> it's fascinating. It, it was, yeah, it was crazy. I It just popped in my head. I'm like, I, I got to get this out right now. Like, it's just all coming to me and I'm just, no idea. We were what were we? we were watching a movie. I can't remember what we were watching, but it had nothing to do with anything. It just all of a sudden, my ears start ringing. I'm like, "What the? Okay, phone, write, type, and it the, just this came out of me." I don't. This this is so great. This is so inspiring, and so like this is what I think is happening. And I also think like right before I go to bed, I was like, I want to see something, and all my the lights in my home flashed and went back up, and they never have done that before. Um, okay, a weird a weird message came up. That's weird. Did you guys just see the weird message? No, no. A newer. Oh, was it because I waved? Somebody's helping us because a message came up on the Zoom and then went down uh, when I said the lights flashed. And then today when I walked in that room, I saw I saw a dark thing in the corner, not necessarily afraid of it, but I was, but you know, I feel like spirits do hang from the ceiling down and that's what was going on. But I feel like we are this close. Like Alex, you could wake up tomorrow and have another one of those that was like the most important psychic development ever. Or, you know, I could wake up tomorrow and see a face standing right in front of me. We're that close. We're literally that mm-hmm. close and we have to ask. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I actually, one thing that started happening over the past few months is I get, um, it's a weird thing. It feels almost like I'm getting kind of like not hit in the face, but like a like that. And almost like my eyes are going back a little bit and like fluttering. And it only happens for like a couple seconds. So I'm like, okay, what do you want? <laughs> you know, like, what are you trying to tell me? Like, what's going on? Or like if I'm in the middle of doing something, it's like, oh, okay, this is important, you know? So yeah. I kind of yeah. get hit. Yeah. It, it, and it is great to have a safe place to talk about it. It really is important that other people hear and don't feel crazy. And that's the biggest thing. And I think that's why I loved your show so much because I'll talk to Alex, but he's not into it the way I am. I try to teach him, but when I explain stuff and he's like, okay. It's nice to have somebody to tell it to, but then when you're talking to other people and, you know, listening to your show, it's kind of like, I'm not alone. And then you have all these other people. It's like, oh my gosh, they've experienced that too. (sighs) Me too. Like, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. And I think that's the biggest thing for people who are opening up their awareness that it's like, no, you're not crazy. And this should be the normal for us, but it's not. I talked about how we all have ESP and we don't realize it. How many times does something pop in your head and then you realize like somebody else was thinking about that? It's not, it's because they were communicating with you. We just hear it as our own thoughts and we have to work on tuning into what's ours and what's somebody else's and then tuning into, oh, who is that from? Not just that it's from somebody else. Yeah. And there's so many things like I was doing my, uh, it's very, be, be very interesting um, we're going to try and sell the face special to Netflix, but I don't know. We might, I might just put it out on my own, but it's so inter it's, 
the key with that was to write jokes that the regular person can laugh at sure. and also have them be based in what the metaphysical person you are about to raise your hand that's what it says you're about <laughs> to raise your hand. okay i got it now <laughs> i am raising <laughs> yeah um and then the other thing and to have the metaphysical person like i'm talking about fae and i will say you know they're mystical creatures like elves or leprechauns or men ready to make a commitment <laughs> like so so that if somebody's not uh, interested they can follow and then if somebody is they're like oh we know what she's talking about and um I will be interested to see because I know witches do not hold back and I and I wonder if a lot of them are going to be going no she's really talking about it or other ones are going to be going no you said that wrong like I think it could be a really interesting conversation um but it was funny cuz um one of the uh first things that the angels told me was and i talked about you on i talked to you on the phone about this get your vessel in place yeah because there's a huge download coming a high frequency and it'll make you sick if you're not and that's been i found so many people that foods don't taste the same to them or um they can't drink anymore or there's even what you were saying about your body like i feel like that is it's already starting. Mm -hmm. I don't know why the date of January 18th is there. I think someone must have said it on my podcast, but I know my Taurus moves into the 12th house, which is the house of mediumship. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping, and I should do this on one of the episodes, have everybody sort of put their um, experience or what they do. And I think we can all patch it together yeah. because I need that ABC book. Do this, do this, do this. Mm -hmm. That's how I learn. And it's no one's really done that yet. I don't feel like. Well, and, and maybe that's what we need is everyone coming together because it's almost like it, it just popped in my head. Like, you know how we talk about like the conspiracy the conspiracy theories about how like only certain people get certain information in the government, but like somebody a level down will have other information. So we're all at different levels of getting the information. So we all need to come together with our bits of information to put it together yeah. and figure it out. Yes. I'm going to ask that in the comments. I'm getting ready tomorrow. I'm taping a episode that's on in two weeks and I'm doing the tarot dating game. <laughs> awesome. That sounds nice. phenomenal. Can you tell us about it? It's just going to be like, um, meet the Empress, and now the three bachelors are, and then the people have to guess who the card is. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. I love that. And for your Patreon, so I subscribe to your Patreon, and I freaking love it, because I did your tarot class. Now, I started reading tarot when I was 19. I stopped for a while, got back into it, and I feel like I always want to learn. Because like you said, if something's not coming to me right away, I want to know what the cards mean. So at least I can go on that. And I always feel like my guides know what I get from a card and what I think it means. But the more I learn, the better. And so with your class, you not only teach about the different aspects of the card, but we get to have fun with it. And then like you just did something on numerology. And I loved that because we're into numerology and people often forget like with the tarot, the numbers have a meaning and there is a purpose to it. And when you think about the fool is zero 
and because it's like the cycle and, and there's just so many different facets of it that I think sometimes either people don't realize or they just totally forget about because when it comes to tarot, it can be so overwhelming, but you make it digestible and you make it really fun for people. Can you share a little bit about your Patreon, like how it came about and your process with that? Sure, sure. And you know, it's, it's, um, the Patreon is helping me. So I have the regular tarot class that I put up that I, uh, sold for people. And, uh, then I thought of the Patreon because one of the things is repetition is a good thing. Too much repetition can be not too good. And in fact, the Patreon sort of, um, even for me, I was like, this is going to force you to get back to basics or to change layouts because I do about 20 readings a week. I just tried to cut that down a little because that's kind of too much. And I thought, well, maybe with the Patreon, I can even it out and put into that. So I try to bring a new exercise or a new thing every time. Sometimes I just show people how I read. I say, stop the tape. What did you get? And that kind of stuff. Um, in fact, it's funny because it has inspired a whole level of learning in me. And there's two categories. I don't know if I'm off the question. No, go, keep going. <laughs> I'm listening. You're good. So everybody, and, and the two levels are, there's a $3 level where people can get the card of the day. Every day they get a card explained and a mantra to help them with the day. They get that five days a week. And then they get one class. And then there's a $15 level where you get a class every Thursday one each month will be somebody telling us about their process and you get the card of the day. So it's, it's a lot. If you don't want a lot of emails, maybe it's not you, you but, <laughs> or you can fix your notifications, but it's, it, that's what I do. But the um, two categories that I find very hard to exactly nail down are health and profession. And I'm getting ready to do a profession one. And lately, like every card where I have said, uh, you know what you should be doing, or have you ever thought of this, has been right on. So I feel like the cards are now presenting themselves in a way that that they haven't. So now I'm gonna do a couple of professional cards every day or, or do one episode on health. Health, I think, is a hard one. Um, that one I'm gonna, I'm holding off on. And it's only because I don't, I always tell people in my class with pregnant ladies, you never tell them this isn't going to go right or it's you're going to have kids going to be autistic you don't program their mind like that so it's a touchy subject and i feel like that about health don't you feel like that sometimes i've gotten i've gotten some things where health where like the cards are basically screaming at me like they need to change something and i get really kind of matter of fact about it it's like you see this card you need to cut the shit like you need to take care of yourself and like people know, but they just don't want to know. And it's like you're doing this to yourself and you know that because you're afraid. You have to stop being afraid. Yeah. And, and I feel like sometimes when it's like that kind of message, it's like, no, they need to know. Sometimes that things will come through like I've had people where it's like I don't feel comfortable telling them exactly so I don't and it's not because I don't want to give them the truth it's just like it's a weird feeling I get inside it's like this um like right like in my chest and like uh -huh. my gut it, it's like almost like a pressure like whoa 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 stop hold up and it's like yeah the information's there but it's like you can't be like oh you're gonna have a heart attack it's like okay how do I put this and it, it's like 
trying to tell me to like be careful you know it's funny that you mentioned that feeling because i get that a lot uh, uh not reading like i get like oh what is that and then I asked my friend because my mom had something happen where it's actually going to be a nice, easy surgery. But when it when they were describing it to me, first of all, I don't like medical stuff, but I was literally over like this. And I, I called uh, my friend Amy Spicer and I was like, what is, is that like unbelievable empathy? And she was like, well, of course it's your mother. So you have her gene. But it was like, I think when you're getting that, that's a huge whoosh of empathy like something's really wrong here and it's almost i can't i can't interpret it it's so painful sometimes um but yeah i always that's the one um a lot of times in my class i'll talk about the mistakes i made with that uh because i think people will learn from the mistakes but that's what i try to do i try to even with this dating game let's just keep it fun and see yeah. who can guess because it's repetition you know but since i started that patreon like i said I've had, I was reading for someone today and I was like, that's a caretaker's card. That's the caretaker's card. I never thought the next time someone asks and I'll put it in the Patreon, like this is it. I always talk about um, the five of pentacles, which is, um, I ah, maybe I have it right here. It's very, for any of your listeners that are not tarot. Um, I had this woman and I was reading for her and everything's great and everything's great and everything's great. And she keeps getting this card and it's just sticking out. And finally I said, what do you do? And she said, I sell orthopedics. And I was like, oh, that's, you know, uh -huh. that makes, that's a broken bone. It makes total sense. So I think sometimes it is a learning process, but lately it's almost like I want to write a book. I want to write a workbook for like dyslexics that have all this stuff in it with pictures and, and, and lots of notes. But I feel it's very interesting that the more I do the Patreon, the more it's being revealed to me. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's awesome. Anyone listening, subscribe because you have a $3 a month tier where you do the card of the day, but then you do a video. Is it once a month for everybody? Yeah, once a month they get the 30-minute class and then see if you like it. And then if you like it, you can go to the 15 where you'll get four classes. Yeah, and I, I signed up for the 15 because I'm like, I want it all. I'm greedy. <laughs> I want it all. Give it to me. But I well, love it. Come on as a guest. Okay. Guest. Okay? Sure. There you go. Yeah. yeah, no, but I just, I love it because I think, again, it's so important that we learn from each other. And one of the things that I've learned is like, the moment you think you know everything is the moment you know absolutely nothing. Yes. And I feel like, I don't know shit. I just know with like whatever comes to me and that's all I can go with. But it, yeah. it's just, it's really fun. And so like we home educate our kids. So we don't like calling it school. So we're like, it's time to do our lessons. So when I watch her Patreon, I tell my littlest one, like, oh, I'm doing my lessons. <laughs> awesome. This is my, this is my education. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, seriously, like anyone listening, subscribe. You actually, uh, for how many months have I been wanting to do a YouTube channel for hypnotherapy? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a bit. At least six months. Yeah, I've been after you about it too. So I recorded a couple videos and wasn't really happy with what I did. And Alex helped a little bit, but you actually inspired me 
to like, I got to do it. I'm like, Karen's doing this Patreon. Like she does so much too, but she's doing this and it's really cool. So I'm going to go do my thing. So I actually just started a YouTube video for hypnotherapy. Yeah, I try to keep the videos not too long and there will be some that are longer. But um, it was like, you really inspired me because I just saw how you, what you did. And I'm just like, yeah, and and do it watching your classes. I actually wanted to do a fun one because with hypnotherapy, we work with the conscious and subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And you point out the colors, but I was showing people like the fun aspect of it. Like, oh, you can look at the whole card and kind of see like, does it represent conscious or subconscious? And then I get like the ten of courts, ten of swords, and I'm like unconscious. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> conscious mind, subconscious, unconscious. Um, but oh, it's okay. like, and you were a huge inspiration and like you can have fun you can talk about serious stuff too but you have to have fun with it so I thank you for that thank you and you know when I started I thought oh nobody's gonna be happy unless the classes are an hour and then I was like an hour is too long they it's too much to absorb and it's too much to try and do every week and then I was like I hope it doesn't get repetitive and then I was like well it should be repetitive because they you know what I mean it's like it's and then so now I think that the classes are about 30 minutes sometimes that with the guests they'll go longer but I think that's just enough and I I kind of had to back off on you have to put so much information in because like people that took my class like sometimes they would I would have to say don't write it all down watch it take it in because it was it was I'm like if if a podcast or something starts and then the first two sentences, it doesn't grab me, I'm gone. So that's kind of how I teach. But everybody's been um, kind of inspired me that they do want to hear about my meditations or they do want to hear about a bunch of stuff. So it's just been this wonderful, safe, beautiful place. Everyone there is really cool and really supportive as well. And, and that's something that you don't always see when you join these groups. I mean, this is the only Patreon I've subscribed to. The only thing I can relate it to is when I went for my um, Reiki Master certification, uh, my friend Adriana Devine, she has the class she calls Metamorphous because you are like, you know, a butterfly. You It's a metamorphosis. When you do, the, met, thank you, metamorphosis, it, you change. I suck with words. And, um, <laughs> but we had like a group chat so you go at your own pace but we can talk to each other and it was really supportive and that's the vibe that I feel with your Patreon for your subscribers because like we can comment and we can like each other's comments and like get conversation going and it's just so nice because it's like it's our safe place like we're, we're all you know paying to be there so you don't have to worry about outside parties trying to come in and ruin it. And it, it's just really nice because it's like, I know I can make a comment about something and not have people ridicule me or be a smart ass about it or make fun of me or, you know, it, it's just like we're all supportive of each other. And that's really awesome, too, because I feel like with what we yeah. do, we need that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping that, um, and you already do your readings and you have your business, but I'm hoping for the people that are new to one day have them post who wants a free reading and they can, because if they're just reading for friends, they can stretch out and read for strangers. So I'm hoping that that gets going. Oh, wonderful. All volunteer people can read for me and be like, oh my God, your life is so fucked up, woman. What did I get myself into? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Someone can tell me where I'm supposed to move to. Yeah. I'm like, where are my cards? I'll, I'll do it right now. And I'm going to be biased and say New Hampshire. That's why we can't read for ourselves. Because it's like, we're going to interpret what we want to. And I've done it before. I'm just like, I can't, I can't read for myself. 
Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's a that's a whole topic there. Absolutely. In the beginning, it's like you can because you got to practice. But then, like once you really get into it, it's like no, I know better. I know what the ants. I know what they say, but I'm gonna manipulate it so this is what they say. I have definitely done that. I think now I I have a little system where if I read for myself, I I do it very carefully. So I think I'm getting good at it. But you know, the whole thing goes in waves because there's some days where I sit and I flip the cards and I don't think I even look at them. And then sometimes it's exact cards. And then sometimes I think I need a break from the cards. Like I think they're getting too much. So it, the whole thing's like, a, it's a moving target all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, I'm just curious because sometimes it's like, I feel like I don't even need the cards. It's like, they just come to me in my mind. It's like, I don't need the cards. I already know I'm getting the information. Do you get that at all? Yes. And then the cards can still be like training wheels but um yeah absolutely i'm not comfortable yet doing just a psychic reading but also i have some people sometimes i've been criticized because people like oh you're psychic why are you using those or um this famous psychic where i used to go to her she used to have like a community class where it was inexpensive there we go she would go um that's a crutch she yelled at me she goes that's a crutch and then at the end of the class, she's like, oh, and you can take my tarot class. And I was like, really? <laughs> but you know what I find is right now with the tarot, I can give more information faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the psychic thing someday. And they're intertwined. They're yeah. both going on. But if I was to just go just to psychic reading, I, I've had friends that do it and it usually moves slower. So I like to put as much information in as I can. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing I, I think is people can get that visual for themselves because I use that like, see this card, uh-huh. see this right here? Yeah, this. And I can like point it out what it is to them and then they get that visual. So it's kind of like, a, oh, it's not like somebody who's like, you know, doing tricks and trying to like, like where, what, what's it called? Where, um, sleight of hand. No, like where where it's kind of like you just based off of like people, their body language, you guess stuff and oh, yeah. Like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like uh, it's like not like mentalism or yeah, something. Yeah, it's not okay. like we're doing that. It's like here's the card. This is what got pulled. This is what your energy is saying and then they get that visualization. They get to see that for themselves. And I think that helps people as well because then they can go look stuff up too. Oh, this card does mean this. So it's, you know, it's not yeah. like we're um you know, trying to take advantage of people and just make stuff up. It's like, no, this is legit. Like, this is what's up. So, uh, if, and if people go to my um, Paranormal Karen podcast uh, YouTube channel, um, on there and on my comedy channel, I put up a half an hour of my psychic stand-up show where I'm doing that from the stage. And right now, we're work, where I'm telling jokes and doing psychic reading. And right now, we're working on a way to get the cards that I'm looking at projected on the screen. It's kind of like a little weird technical quagmire, but my everybody's like that other dimension where you're adding the cards and interpreting. It sounds really good, but it's talk about never ending learning. So I was doing it at my friend's show last week and the show was running long. So I sat down and started playing a game on my phone. And when I went up there, the psychic stuff was beyond clear like everything coming out it was like boom 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 and I I said what you know because usually when you're doing jokes and psychic it's kind of a tricky you're doing two two streams at once Mm -hmm. and I realized or my friend Angela said I think you put yourself in a mini meditation with that game and I thought I think she's right 
I think it put me right in the talk about just learning something new every day. That's amazing. I love huh. that. Wow. That is so cool. And I think like another thing is just meditation to touch on that really quickly because I used to think you had to meditate, you have to quiet your mind and sit still for an hour. And again, it was listening to your show that made me realize that, oh, I don't have to meditate like that. There are different ways. And it got me to like, I'm just going to start trying. And then it was like, whoa, like everything that comes to me, it's like, this is a lot. Um, But it's just really cool because I try to tell people like, there's no right or wrong way to meditate. And you just said it playing a little game it's you're you know you're putting your conscious mind aside letting your subconscious kind of hang out not a lot of thought going on and you're just kind of there exactly there in the moment in my body right now yes and uh yeah it, it, it's it's so wow. it's so important for everyone and we all got to work on our abilities and we got to support each other of it Yes, yes. Karen, thank you so much for being on our show. Before we part ways, is there anything else you want to share with us? Anything else, information you want to get out there for everybody? Plugs, anything. Yeah. Uh, the, the Patreon and also if you like the Psychic Stand-Up Show, which people are kind of loving it, I'm going to start putting clips up from another show. I've done like five or six of them. But that's the show I want to do on the road. So share it, like it. That's the one if I could get it around. Um, go around the country doing stand-up and then psychic stand-up together. I do a show at Zany's in Chicago. They Last Halloween I did it and they were like, every Halloween. So you can see me in Zany's in Chicago for Halloween. But Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Enjoy the psychic stand-up show and look for the clips. And I guess I want to say, follow me on TikTok because right now that's the only one I'm not mad at. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you you have, I'm going to see if I can find it, your psychic stand-up. Um, yeah. yeah, the Valentine's Day special. So I downloaded that on my phone. So you can buy that as well, especially like if you want to support Karen, buy your psychic stand-up, please. It's really funny. Yeah, that's a, that's a CD on my website. And then the, the video of a different show is on the YouTube or sign up for my email. You yeah. can just do that. That's the easiest. And there's a bunch of them on tape. So I put out little clips uh, one minute at a time. And then, and so now that, but people really went bananas for the 30 minute show. And I was like, I have a couple of these, so I'll start posting them. But um, yeah, there's CDs, there's, there's a video. Uh, just look up Psychic Standup and that's me. Awesome. Fabulous. Karen, awesome. thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. you. And you know, you're part of our Homewrecker family. You can wreck our home with us anytime you want. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks again, Karen. This was awesome. Thanks, guys. Hearers, watchers, Homewreckers. Like what you're hearing or watching so far and want even more Homewrecker content? Then check us out on Supercast, where you can get more exclusive bonus content starting for as little as $5 a month. You'll get more of the content you love and also have access to exclusive episodes, listener-requested shows, watch-alongs, AMAs, plus special deals on Homewrecker Podcast merchandise and more. Visit homewreckerpodcast.supercast.com to sign up or click the link in our show notes. We really appreciate your support. We do. So hit pause and go check out homewreckerpodcast.supercast.com right now. Or click the link in the show notes. Thanks. Thanks. And we're back. That was Karen. That was awesome. How can you not love her? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yes.
I just remembered. So she's been on our show before. I think it was two years ago. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah I- 2019. I think it was 2019, the summer of 2019. And I named the episode Paranormal Karen. She's so she's awesome. She's so awesome. That's because right. Because her intro song, if you're not familiar with it, it's really cool. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's this guy and he has a guitar, acoustic guitar. He's like, Paranormal Karen. She's so spooky. And I was like, she's so awesome. And I was just thinking about how it just holds true. She is. She is. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully she... Uh, She's she's in the process of moving. She is. So yeah. and, and she's not really sure where she's going to end up yet. But hopefully it's somewhere close by here because it'd be cool. I, I'd like to see you guys hang out like in oh, person. I've already like gone there. You know, you know what I mean? So yeah, it'd be cool. I'm like, she's going to move to. Cool. I'm like manifesting her. Like I've been doing this for like the past <laughs> three years, like manifesting her moving closer so I, I can That's hang awesome. out with her in person. That's so awesome. Uh, she's going to listen to this episode and be like, do I need a restraining order? Monique is a crazy stalker. No, I love She's her. really not. Yeah. Like, oh, go ahead. Because we really talk to each other. Like, we're friends. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you're always, like, texting and, and chatting yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that was that was a, a really cool conversation. The, the stuff with the, you, you guys are talking about seeing the fairies. Mm-hmm. And I, that was like, that's I why I said. I told you that. I know, but uh, not, you never went into that much detail. Uh, although I, I remember you telling me about the time in the tub, which I was like, what? Like, huh? The water fay. Yeah. It's just I, like I said, uh, when we were talking in the intro, I, it's difficult for me to relate because I haven't had these type of experiences. I'm having my own weird stuff happening with these my ear ringing and the and the downloads that, that follow. And, and I like what Karen said about stopping and asking what are you trying to tell me or what do you need to tell me? And and like, I never would have thought to do that on my own. I never would have thought to do that. Well, on I've my told own. So you now, to like pay attention to what's going on and see what, like what you need to focus on. Yeah. But I, but I've never thought to like, just stop and actually ask mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, in my head internally or, yeah. or, or just out loud. If I'm by myself, like, what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. I'm going to try that now because yeah. I, 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 what could go wrong? I mean, that, that makes sense because, like I said, uh, during the, uh, the the interview, I'll, I'll it'll happen and, and I'll be in the middle of doing something, be talking to one of the one of our kids, and, and you know maybe in the middle of a lesson or something. So I don't, I, I kind of like it'll happen, and then I'll just kind of push it off to the side, like, oh, okay, this is happening, and what what's this mean? What's what's this about? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saying that inside, but then I'm just still trying to focus and give. Because when I talk to the to the little ones, I'm always like they get my undivided attention. No matter what else is going on, they they're my attention. So mm-hmm. I try to forget anything else that's happening. So I'm gonna try that from now on. Just try to be more. Maybe you uh, can ask I guess spirit. intentional yeah. uh, about it. You know, maybe like excusing myself if it starts to happen and just kind of step away or something. Uh, also, ask spirit like if you can send these messages while you're not in the middle of like doing something with your children. Be like, can you do it like when I have nothing going on <laughs> so I can like pay more attention? Yeah, yeah. Be, be respectful of my time and schedule. Spirit, you gotta please. work with me, okay? Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, and another thing. Um, uh, that I wanted to mention too uh, with you it, 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 weird but lately I feel like for some reason and I don't know what it is but for some reason biblical type stuff 
it is like really starting to come back into my my consciousness mm-hmm. like stuff that maybe like stories i heard as a child or whatever and it's uh, like I, i've i've started to get kind of like an interest in that again almost like i gotta go pick up a bible down read it and then try to read the book of Enoch and all the, yeah. the stuff that was taken out of the Bible. Like I like feel I like I want to read Revelation and Genesis. Yeah, and all that. like yeah. I now, like all of a sudden now, I have to go read this. Like I'm, I'm almost like it's, uh, I guess, calling to me. I guess in a way, it's weird. I, I because I've never been, that's never been my 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 thing, you know, at all. But lately, for whatever reason, that's just if you're been, being called to something, go to it. Yeah, it's I, yeah. I, I I haven't mentioned that to you till just now, but it's weird. Like especially these last couple of weeks, it's just very, it's like a recurring yeah. thing. And, and go for, for some, it, like go dive into it. I, I guess see, you're being called to something. See, freaking see what, go. It, what it means. Yeah. What what comes of it? But yeah, absolutely. Know. You know I'm supportive of that. Oh no, yeah. I know. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, just uh. Anyway, awesome, awesome time talking yeah. to Karen. And, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this. Please listen to our show, Paranormal Karen. She is a comedian. She travels around the U.S. and does comedy shows. She mentioned she every Halloween she's at Zany's in Chicago, which, like, I remember I was like, I got to go to one of the, I'm going to go to, I'll drive to Chicago. I'm going to go to her <laughs> Halloween show. And then COVID happened. It was like the universe is like, not the time, honey. Not the time. So I'm just like, okay, I'll be patient. But um, yeah, she has her Patreon, which you can check out. I'm on there. So it's, it's like I said, it, it's great information. It's so, fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, I don't mean to cut you up, but how, how does that work exactly? You said you, you chat. Is it like kind of like a community kind of thing? No, where you it's, guys... like, it's like you can leave, like you can comment on things. Oh, okay. But so like somebody might comment and then like you can comment to the comment. I see. Yeah. So you can actually have like a chat kind of. Yeah. With the, I see. Okay. And like you can like people's right. comments too, which... I like because if somebody says something awesome, I want to like it. Got it. Yeah. Cool. All right. But yeah, yeah, so check it out. Support her. She's wonderful. And um, support any art that you that you can relate to or or that you enjoy or that resonates with you in any way, whether it's a podcast or whatever, whatever it is, support it. Because we were talking about this uh, with uh, with Conrad. Um, uh, about a week or so ago, mm-hmm. and it, it's so important to 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 be supportive of artists, and and, and uh, it, it's kind of crazy that everybody looks to artists, whether it be musicians, podcasts, mm-hmm. television, radio, whatever. They look to those people for entertainment they want to be entertained but nobody wants to pay for it or support it and and the people putting this stuff out pouring their creativeness their Mm -hmm. their soul their heart everything out into their art whatever medium it is that they choose to channel that out into and 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 they don't get supported for somebody like you ever heard the term starving artist that shouldn't be shouldn't be a thing so definitely support support care and support any anything that 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 maybe is is asking for it or offers it or needs it because yeah. why wouldn't you I, I, yeah absolutely it's like you know artists need to make money too like putting out this sure. content is not free it's not you know like it costs money and show your support and if you really like what people put out there and if you can afford it like 
give them financial support, give them energetic support, you know, like tell them, Absolutely. hey, I like what you're doing. Like there's all different ways to show your support, you know, give your encouragement. Um, if somebody's going to be in your area live performing, check it out. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like like she's worth it. She like... I'm friends with her. She has it free on YouTube. I didn't have to buy her Valentine's Day comedy special, but I wanted to. I wanted to support her. It was $5 on iTunes. It's like, it's little things like that. It's like, I don't have to, but I want to. And I I really hope that people kind of click into that. Like it, it's yeah. okay to show support financially as well. It, it doesn't yeah. make somebody a shill or anything. You right. Know? Yeah. It, it, it'd be nice if people start to kind of come around to that a little mm-hmm. bit. And, and yeah, you're right. Just because somebody's asking for money doesn't mean they're a shill. It means they have to eat too. We all got to eat. Everybody's got to eat. So yeah. yeah, that's that. Anyway, I don't want to get preachy or nothing. No, no, no. Um, and then you reminded me, I wanted to say something and then I forgot. So maybe it'll come to me another day. I was going to say it when we were talking to Karen oh. and then I didn't get a chance to. And then you brought it up and I was like, oh yeah, that reminds me. I wanted to mention something. So I'll mention it now. And then I forgot it. And okay. Whoopsie so, daisy. So there we go. Tune in till next time when hopefully whatever it is you wanted to say, you remember. <laughs> Maybe I'll remember. Who knows? Maybe. That'd be good. But yeah, and check us out on Supercast too. And speaking of supporting people, we have bonus content available. So check that out and show your support if you like what you see here or here, here. Yes. Here, here. We, 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 especially lately, we've been talking about some stuff that I honestly never thought I'd talk about ever again. Especially with you, but it's, oh, we go it, places we never we, thought we'd go. I'm like thinking I'm like sure the doctor says, go "Oh, the places you'll go." And I'm sure we're gonna we go more. Go there. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. That was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. If you want to know what we're talking about, go to homewreckerpodcast dot supercast dot com and find out. There you go. Check it out. All right. Until next time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. We love watching. you. We do absolutely appreciate you. Thank you again to Karen. And until next time, I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion. I've enjoyed as always. I'm going to try to remember all this. Uh, My beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing, certified hypnotherapist, certified Reiki master. I've already forgotten. Tarot reader. Tarot reader. Organite maker. Organite maker. maker it, candle maker. Uh, you say it for crying out loud. <laughs> Domestic goddess. Dragon goddess. My lovely, beautiful wife, Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker podcast. We love hearing from and interacting with our hearers and watchers. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. At Homewrecker Pod. You can also visit our website, homewreckerpodcast.com, where you can check out past episodes and pick up some Homewrecker Podcast gear from our online store. Also, if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you're hearing or watching our show. That way you can be notified whenever a new episode drops. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can check out the video versions of our show at YouTube and Brideon. You can also find Monique in a few places online as well. I'm on Twitter at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. If you're interested in a tarot reading, organite, incense, candles, and other cool things, you can go to my website, tarotbymonique.com. Or if you're interested in hypnotherapy, you can go to innerstandingshypnosis.com to schedule a free 20-minute consult. And follow me on Twitter 
at Monique P C H T. And Alex, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at the Alex Arion, and you can check out my website, Alex Arion Fitness. And if that's too much to remember, we get it. That's why we put it all in our show notes. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we appreciate all of your support. We do. Thank you. We love you.